I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're focusing on presidential politics, issues, and insults. And you can get in on the conversation on Facebook and on Twitter also. And you can follow me there on Facebook, which I encourage because I do a lot of pop-up Facebook Lives from all different locations. And this way you just get notified automatically. Also Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And with the election just a few days away, we wanted to really focus on what people are talking about. I keep hearing, no matter what community I'm going in, that it's the lesser of two evils. But people don't know which is the lesser of two evils. Because when they go down the line, this is bad, this is bad, this is good, this is good. And then there's another large group of people in our audience that just feel totally turned off to the political system completely and just feel that it's just meaningless, that the presidential vote is meaningless and are just really turned off to the whole thing. So that's why we're doing this show. Please post your comments on Facebook. We're going to try to get some of them on the air with us right now as well. But let me introduce our great panel. Jamie Parker, he is, has his master's in biology, and he's working towards his Ph.D. He doesn't believe voting will change anything. Jamie, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Also with us is Matthew DeMar, a.k.a. Political Panic. That's his rapper name. He's a Trump supporter and uh, has a Trump hip-hop rap video in a suit and tie. Correct. That is uh, burning up YouTube right now. So thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. We really appreciate it. Also with us is Chris Banks. He's a community activist and organizer out of East New York, Brooklyn, and he supports Hillary Clinton. Chris, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Jamie, I want to start with you because I, I think your point of view is shared by a lot of people that I've been talking to. Why do you feel like it's not worth getting involved? You know, I feel like we might have a choice in who the president is, but I don't feel like we have or really they have a choice in what their agenda is. I feel like if my voice is not really heard in my neighborhood, I don't get a choice in who the principals are. I don't get a choice in what foods uh, go into the supermarkets. I don't get a choice in who's the police captain in the neighborhood. I don't get a choice in who's the head of surgery at the hospital or who's in charge of it. If my voice does not matter on a local level, why would I think that the person who's in charge of the nation um, locally and also internationally um, why would I think that my voice would affect them? But Chris Banks, you're a community organizer, right. East New York, Brooklyn, and I mentioned Brooklyn because uh, for people that are, are watching us on the live stream or listening to us on the live stream around the country and around the world, the fact of the matter is, though, it does matter with your local elections. You do have a say, especially with the local offices. That's what every politician, every elected official we've had on the show this season has been telling us is like even if you don't care about president go and vote for those local assemblymen those local those local positions what do you say to that what yeah, Jamie well, said? I believe that local politics plays a role in everything I mean I think the local level is where uh, you really get to see things uh, tr trickle down from the top and one of the things I always tell folks is get involved you know uh, yes we look at the presidential election and we say it's distant the president is distant distant However, we have community boards where folks get involved with, where their voice can be heard. We have community police councils where their voice can be heard, uh, block associations. You know, uh, I think there's a level of detachment by a lot of people um, who, uh, you know, want to see so much from the president, but they forget that they can make such an impact just on their block by organizing a block association, uh, taking a stance on a host of issues. So I mean, you don't like that powerless that point of view like we're powerless. Well, no, I don't believe we're powerless. I believe we're powerless if we if we stay quiet 
And um, I believe staying quiet and and saying that we're defense, or we have a no say, or we we or nothing matters, or that to me is a cop out. All right, Matt, Matthew Demar, aka the rapper, political panic. <laughs> You're a longtime New York personality, media personality. What made you go out on the line for Donald Trump to the point where you're making a video? You know, it's interesting because you know, I'm not in music piece today. I'm a businessman, but I went and did this because I have roots in music. And like he said, you have to give your voice. You have to you have to get out there and get involved, no matter what party you're from. So the situation is that I seen out there. I seen a lot of millenniums out there that aren't paying attention. They're listening to all this bickering back and forth, and they're like, no one knows what to do. They don't know who's lying, who's not lying, and they're confused, and they're getting stuff jammed down their throat. So I feel like I had to get out there, and I did it in a fun way, and I put the message that I felt across because I believe. Uh, you know, I'm a pro-Trump guy because I believe Trump's a businessman. I think at this point in time, the country is in trouble and we need a business person. That's what I feel. You think the economy is the big issue? I, I think the economy is a big issue, but I also feel overseas is a big issue. Look, it is what it is. You might you might not like what he has to say, but he's a shrewd You're talk, guy. You're talking about immigration, but let's let's talk about the economy economy first. Guys, what what about that? I mean, the, the economy issue in, term, in terms of jobs, we see what's happening in our communities right. where it's tougher for people to get jobs than, than any place else. What, what do you think well, about that? Well, we have to give credit to our President Barack Obama uh, from where he has brought us, you know, and what he's doing thus far. Uh, let's keep in mind that we've had a, a Congress that has not want to work with the president, that has stymied everything that he has put forth. And even but, but, but with that standing, he's been able to accomplish a lot. Uh, yes, I know there are a lot of folks that they're not feeling it down at the bottom. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the reality is that uh, unemployment is, is, is at, a, at a historic low. Um, you know, when you look at it across the board, even in communities that, um, I, I believe, East New York, I believe that great things that are taking place, but uh, we have to get it, we have to get somebody in the office that is going to, that we, that, that, that we can believe in, that's going to fight for us, and that's truly going to, you know, not look at us as, as just running a country as a business. You know, I feel like we're spending too much money on things that don't matter. We're spending, we're spending money on spaceships, we're looking into everybody else's uh, international affairs. We're not taking care of home. If you go to the doctor, the doctor's going to say, we don't know what's wrong with you. We look at the foods. Uh, we, don't know, we don't know what's going on with the foods. The foods are causing us cancer. We're building malls instead of schools. All I see is dialysis center instead of universities. I mean, these are the things that we're building. Who is in charge and who can we talk to? Because if I go to the council, I'm going to give me the runaround. Oh, talk to my secretary. Talk to this one. But there's nobody who we can really hold accountable and say, yeah, this person spoke to me, and these are the things they're going about um, to change it. But isn't that the whole political process, is that you, you, get, you get people in there, hold them accountable, accountable and yes. say, these are, these, are the, these are the concerns that matter to us. Yeah. I wish it was that easy. Well, listen, voting is a part of it. The folks uh, say, you know, I always encourage folks, go vote. But there's more to it than just voting. As you said, holding folks accountable, showing up at community board meetings, showing up at local meetings, standing in the face of your electeds and letting them know you have to deliver. But, but yeah, but we're in an instant age, too. It's like people, well, everybody's so busy. Uh, people are working, they're going to school. That's true. Taking care of their families, doing all the community things, you know. But I don't believe, I, I believe that we're in a quiet recession still. I don't believe that we're, there's more jobs out there. I think there's a lot of people without jobs. I think that people are just trying to cover it up, press everything. I, we're in a lot of trouble. These banks that lent money, they're still not overcoming all this stuff. I mean, there's a lot of garbage going on in this country. And if we don't get it straightened out, we're going to be in bigger trouble than anyone thinks. I mean, it has to do with dollars and cents. And that's a business thing. Even if you're talking about overseas, because the bottom line is we spend so much money overseas and we're spending money, like he said, we're going over there and we're, and we're giving these foreign countries money to fight and then they disappear and leave us alone. Yeah, but you what know, do you think about com that? Coming from the Trump side, I've heard a lot of complaints 
but no solutions. So I mean, it's good. I've heard, I've seen Hillary lay out and actually heard her lay out plans to, you know, invest in education, invest in infrastructure. Uh, these are the things that, that that she's talking about. On the Trump side, you just hear complaints, complaints, complaints. Yeah, but well, make America said, great. But well, I mean, one of the things he said in terms of the job piece was was trade schools too. Because right. we That's have a important. lot of people, you know, it's great to talk about education, but you know, education takes time. You know, and it takes time before yes. you can turn and that around. How many and we have a lot of people, college graduates right now, that need jobs. That need jobs. You know, that that are working minimum wage because they can't get a full time. I know guys. Position. I know guys that because I'm a real estate developer. I know guys that are plumbers and electricians making more money than people with masters. Because there's not a lot of people. But there's a lot of construction. Going Correct. On. But I'm saying, there's but it's not like you just said. Trade schools are important. Like we need to push this stuff because a lot of kids got pushed to go to college, to be teachers, to to do this type everything educated. And then now there's no jobs, there's no teaching jobs. How many people you know that are teachers? Okay. We, we got to take we got to take a short break. This is Street Soldiers on Hot 97, and also Facebook, and also streaming live across the country on Hot97.com and the Where Hip Hop Lives app. And we're focusing on presidential politics issues and insults. And when we come back. I'm going to find out what our guests have to say, what they think are their top three issues that are most important to the country right now. We'll be right back. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Ro Timmy. You're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Please like my Facebook page and also sign up for the live feeds on Facebook, the Facebook Lives, because I, I just do those. I'm out on the streets every day covering different stories for Fox 5, community events that we're doing, projects that we're doing here with our whole Street Soldiers crew. And, uh, you know, you never know where I'm going to pop up and you can be a part of it. You might even be in the neighborhood and stop by with whatever we have going on there. So please follow me and like me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also Snapchat. And what we're focusing on in this episode is presidential politics, and I'm going to ask our guests, we have a great panel, what are their top three issues that they feel this presidential election should have been talking about or is actually talking about? Joining us, Jamie Parker. He has his master's degree in biology, working for his Ph.D. Matthew DeMar, a.k.a. the rapper known as Political Panic. He's a Trump supporter and also his day job, right? His yeah. other... <laughs> His, his other job is as business, uh, real a, estate developer. Yeah, real estate developer and a restaurateur. And a restaurateur, restaurateur yeah. okay. He's a businessman. Also with us is Chris Banks. He's a community activist and organizer, East New York resident, and a supporter for Hillary Clinton. Matt is a supporter for Trump, as as we mentioned. Um, Jamie, I want to start with you. In terms of your, your, your top three, like your, your big three issues, what do you think are the three most urgent things that are facing us right now? You know, I feel like it's really the mentality of society. I used to work in a hospital for about five years, and one individual said that the people um, or the patients are not, um, the patients are our customers. You know, for you to view patients as customers shows me that there is a problem with society. I want to see uh, changes happen with policing. Um, and I want to see changes happen with the way our food is given to us because I feel like they can really be cancerous and harmful. So you feel there's not enough oversight of the food. Right. And we're not paying enough attention to that. Right. That's all. a whole show. Actually, we did a whole show on that with the, mm. with the health, which was which was pretty interesting, too. Matt, what do you think are the, the main issues? You said jobs is number yeah, one. For thing, me, right? it's, it's definitely jobs and economy. I mean, we got to get things straight so the banks start lending again. That's really important. I think also is the whole Obamacare thing. I mean, you know, I had in, I had insurance before and I have insurance now, but 
I got dropped when they changed over and I had to spend all kinds of money and change twice already. That's a big thing for me, the whole Obamacare thing and fixing health care. Yeah, it's crazy. The hikes are crazy. And I think that it's really gonna affect everybody and I'm really concerned about that. And you know, and and the last thing is overseas. I mean, you know, at the end end of the day, it's like we gotta get real strict with the borders and you know, of course let people in, but let's let's, you know, see who's coming in, not just let anyone in so that we can let people that want to come from ISIS something sneak in and hurt us. Protect us. So you so you had so you have jobs in the economy. Yep. Immigration. Yep. And what's your third one? Healthcare. And healthcare, for sure. Obamacare. Yep. All right. Chris, what about you? What are your three issues? Jobs and economy, uh, passing a federal living wage, to me, that's so important. Um, Also, uh, making sure that our um, uh, immigration reform is key, and also uh, ending police brutality. And the the, pol- the police issue is one that we haven't heard anything about really well, in the campaigns. Right. Well, I, I, no, I believe we've heard our, on the, on, bit, on the Hillary side. I mean, we obviously it's been kind of <laughs> forgotten about to a degree, but we've heard you know positions. Hillary has taken positions on uh, you know making sure, looking to to build a gap between police and community, and um, talking about uh, you know uh, in, investing in ways to to make sure that we can we end this this division that exists. Uh, you know, this, she's gotten a lot of support from a lot of parents who who've been uh, parents who got k- children right, got we killed. Saw at the convention, right, right. We saw that at the convention. So there's definitely an agenda there uh, to 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 end that uh, and to bridge the gap. But we have to deal with the issue that uh, you know we got to look at the elephant in the room that uh, there's a community that's very distrustful of uh, law enforcement, and uh, we have to admit that first. Well, don't you don't think we've admitted that as a country? I mean, I've seen, we've seen our police commissioner. We've seen even uh, recently the head of the police union, Patrick Lynch, acknowledge the disconnect, particularly between communities of color and the police department. And they seem to think the answer is the community policing, having the police involved with the community. They point out that NYPD is is more diverse. Do you see any progress with well, that? There, there is some progress being made, and obviously there's more progress that's needed. Uh, you know, we have to win the minds over of a lot of folks. But I think what's key is that we have to we have to be more show more actions. Actions have to speak louder than words, and that's what we're not seeing in like communities like Brownsville, East New York, where folks are sitting on their porch and they're being harassed by police officers. I mean, listen, we we want a a a, a great relationship with the police. I think that's that's needed. I'm not in favor of anything else, but making sure that there's a strong relationship. And to what do you think about that, Matt? The police issue. You know, it's it's interesting because I feel like I live in Long Island, you know, and, and I definitely feel um, in some areas the the police are better than others. But um, I I feel what you're saying. I I see it and hear it. But it's not only you know it's not only in black communities. I mean, you, in white communities too, you have police that do harass kids. It's bad. I mean, overall, you know, the the police there's great police and then there's police that are not great, just like any business, you know. So the thing situation is we got to work together as a community, black and white. And just and get together with these police and, and let them get involved. Maybe if it's playing little league or coaching or stuff, so they get to know these kids, so that maybe you know we won't have these problems. So when he sees a kid walking down the street, it's not like just his first thing is to is attack him or say, "What are you doing here?" or "Let me check you." And well, stuff no, but like I that. think also too, let, let, let's look at the track record and look at the facts. You know that we have unarmed black men being killed at a higher rate than any other group. By, by police, that's something that, that, that's a very deep and very real fear for a lot of people. No, it definitely is. I mean, it's, it's going to be fear for Who are not everyone. doing any, you know, doing anything wrong, you know? Uh, I, listen, I agree with you 100%. I mean, uh, I, I could even recall when I was, uh, I'm in Amityville, and I remember one of my friends came to see me, we were working in the studio, and he's walking down the block, and the police stopped him. Because it was a white neighborhood. Yeah, and it was a white neighborhood. But then, then it was like, I totally grabbed the fence and said, you know, this is not cool. 
This is not cool. You know, I'd like to see, you know, like I mentioned before, you know, p- um, people who represent that neighborhood have, uh, you know, police who are actually look like them. You know, that's what I would like to see. And the tough thing for me is that, you know, when the cops pull me over, they don't know that I manage different companies. They don't know I'm working on my PhD. They don't know I have a master's. They treat me like a Negro who hasn't accomplished anything. And you can just imagine what that looks like and what and and to 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 experience that and to, to talk to me like I'm nothing and I'm like gosh don't you know what I'm doing don't you know what I'm at least attempting to do and to get consistently treated like I'm nothing by the police is just annoying and they have and the, there's a name for that I mean the mic this part of that whole microaggression right that, that, that they talk about I mean it's such a terrible it's a terrible thing that they do but at the same time it's like I, I'm t- I remember being younger and being pulled over by police and being harassed so, I mean, it's like, I don't, I think that, you know, unfortunately, it's like we just have to, I guess, maybe work with the police and maybe work with the education of the police a little better so maybe that they can deal with people better. I mean, there's some great cops out there that I know helped me and helped some of my friends. And there are, there, there are great cops and out there. There really we, are. So, so, like, you know, you can't. Shout out every, to Brooklyn North. They're doing correct. The there's a lot yeah. of good guys out there, you know, and, um, and then there's a lot of bad people. I mean, but this is a, all through history. You know what I mean? So right, but it, the, in terms of the president, can't the president set the tone? 100%. The president set the tone yeah, and say, listen, I agree. this yeah. is how it's going to go down. Whether you're black, you're white, you're Latino, you're Asian, you're mixed, whatever you are, if you commit a crime, you're going to you're going to be treated the same. The fact is, people have a lot of people have lost faith in the justice system. No, I agree. So it's like they don't believe that there's equal justice for everybody. I think we all agree that. I think that uh, one of the things you see the cops doing is putting the cameras on their suits. Now they have some people the have body cameras, cameras. Yeah, the body cameras, body cameras, which is definitely a good thing because right. then it makes everyone behave. Right. And that's what we want to do. Have and let me say, but, but, we, but we have seen where cameras have been disregarded. Right. I mean. Where, you right, know, the camera malfunction, the malfunction, which is, or even but let's take it from a, a different view, where somebody's holding the camera and is capturing a, a situation right. between, like the so, Eric Garner case, like the Eric Garner case, perfect example, and 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 it was still dispelled by, I mean, by the police, by the NYPD. Right. They, so even know. when there's proof so on video, proof it's like video, we don't have a problem. Right. But I mean, let's let's look at you know, and I want to move into the issue of the econ- the economy and also the health the healthcare issue too. But just one quick point on the policing because I cover these stories a lot from all angles. Um, for Fox 5, and the NYPD says, you know, we're now more diverse than we have ever been before. 65% of our officers live in New York City, as opposed to living in, you know, other communities outside of the city and in, in more rural areas. They say it's much more diverse racially and ethnically, and also on, you know, the basis of gender, too. So hopefully there's some hope there. Well, but let me just, it means nothing yeah. if the culture is still the same and if the policies exists that you know that they they're not willing to really uh, put in policies to or, or let me say this to punish officers who break the law and commit crimes so you're saying that this color of the skin isn't as ma- as important no. for the officer but if the uniform is blue the color is blue right because we saw that even in pink houses with a a kai girly a kai girly that right. particular case where you had a, a minority officer who you know who, who 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 i believe committed a crime uh you know that that to me uh was a was a was a travesty and that you know he got, he was indicted convicted but still got off and still got off all right we're going to continue this discussion we're talking about uh presidential politics issues the key issues with our panel. We'll be back right after this. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You know where to find me. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, at Lisa Evers. And please, like my page on Facebook and subscribe to the live videos. You're going to really like them, especially when I pop up somewhere and something's going on live and you can see it 
the whole thing from beginning to end of what's really happening there. We have a great panel for this show. Jamie Parker is with us. He has his master's in biology, a businessman, and is also working towards his PhD. Jamie, great to have you. Matthew DeMar is with us, um, AKA Political Panic. He's in his rapper outfit right That's now, it. rapper clothes. <laughs> He's a Trump supporter and also a businessman from Long Island. Yep. Um, also with us is Chris Banks. He's a community activist and organizer, East New York resident. He supports Hillary Clinton. Let me go, I, I wrote down the issues that, you know, the top three that all you guys said. Um, Jamie, you, you said mentality. But is it bigger than mentality? Like, does America stand for something? Like, do we know what America stands for anymore? You know, I feel like at one point we did, and I feel like, I don't know what happened, but I feel like we lost it. I feel like a lot of people still want to come to the U.S., but I feel like they don't know why anymore. They feel like there's gonna be something great here. And for the people that live here, we're like, we don't know what's going on anymore. We're trying to fix it. We're trying to make something happen. We're trying to, I feel like what we're trying to do right now is survive. We're not trying to get to know one another. We're trying to not. We're not. We're not trying to become friends with each other. That's a great we're just point. trying to survive. Great point. I I I feel like the last eight nine years I've been surviving. I feel like mm -hmm. you had to work twice as hard. I mean, America was always the land of opportunity. I feel like the opportunities aren't here as well. I think that's what people are driven to make America great again. It's like get the opportunities. Everyone wants opportunities. Everyone wants jobs. Everyone wants great education. Everyone wants good health. Everyone wants what America used to stand for to happen again. Is just a great place to have great opportunities, great life, and great living. But you think now that's kind of that's kind of lost. Like we well, don't have a vision. We're we're yeah. basically just just treading well, water and not really getting to any particular I, I destination. Mean, I, I feel like we're you know look the banks stop lending. They make excuses. They got all their money back and they and everything holds. So like that stops business in all aspects. So it's like I just feel like we're in one place and yeah we're treading water. We're not moving. We're not moving. It's like you're trying to you, you do one job. You do another job. You know I do three or four different things and people are like oh you I think a lot of people do. That's my point. I think everyone yeah, in this room does. I think everyone in this room. Well, there you go. It's like multiple. Well, there you go, and that's why it's interesting. I mean, it's you know, no matter where what we believe in, we right. have three different beliefs. People don't here. see see the growth. And we're, this election has divided, obviously, has led to deeper divisions, obviously, and has uh, you know augmented the uh, the the confusion that exists and the, the fact that you know the dismay that existing. So that's one thing I'm I'm hoping you know, as I had said earlier, that I'm hoping that this election, after it's done, we can kind of get back to some normalcy. But what is the what is normalcy? Because uh, there, there are people that say, on the one hand, on your side, you got a millionaire, a multimillionaire. On your side, you got a billionaire. And do they really understand how people are just having to add another job, add another income source, just to maintain their standard of living? And then for people that are in their 20s, it's really tough just to, to get any kind of... Uh, you well, know, look, any, any kind of like at, real job. Look at all the people in their 20s. How many people do we know that still live with their families, their right. parents, in their 20s, even 30s, that are living home because they can't afford apartments? I mean, look, look at where we are in New York. You got Manhattan, Long Island City, and, and say Brooklyn in the right area. The Brooklyn, uh, Williamsburg, and, and Long Island City, the rents are higher than New York now. I mean, it's so expensive to live here. How is a young business person, young doctor, young teacher, how do you live? You have to live in your parents' basement. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, if they have a basement, well, or, or you're on the couch, correct. If, if they're in an apartment, and how many people do we know that live couch, like couch that? surfing? And, and that's why I believe in a, a stronger government intervention. 
I mean, to, to you know, we, we've seen gentrification throughout the entire city. Even in East um, New York. Even in East New York. We, 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 we're dealing with the East New York plan that has been proposed by the, the you know, uh, that is now going to take, take a place by the de Blasio administration. But that's something that, to me, is important. I mean, we need government to, to step in. And we can't just leave things up to the markets to determine. You know, you because know, if we leave things up to the markets, you're going to have massive displacement. You know, I we, feel like, no, I agree. And I feel like what we really need is the government to encourage encourage people to, uh, you know, kind of get married and uh, encourage the family values. You know, when you listen to the radio, you don't get a family value system. You get everybody. You mean go the be- strip club songs you don't think encourage? <laughs> <laughs> right, no, no, I agree. And the problem is I'm that. Ju- I'm sorry, Jay. No, no, I get you. And the problem is that when, when we have songs like that playing, it makes everybody go get a one bedroom. So what happens is when you go get a one bedroom, now you have one TV, one bed, as opposed to if you was with a mate. Then you're, now it's still one, but now you have that money as disposable income. And you got to get extra stuff for the house. A few, a we few. Need, other. We need, you know, ladies, we need a lot, all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get a few other things in the house, but it's still one house and, and it's split, split income. But now everybody's so divided. So now as a group, you don't have any disposable income. So the family structure, you think, needs right, to be emphasized. Right. It doesn't get discussed in TV shows, on the radio. It's not discussed. But let me ask you guys, do you, think, do you think we're in more of a long-term economic crisis than we actually realize? Because the jobs, we see these jobs going to other countries. We see the tech jobs bloom talked about it all the time, how there were plenty of jobs in New York, but he was so furious because he said the school system is not preparing New Yorkers and urban students in particular for these for these jobs in this new economy. You know, and, and to speak to that, you know, the problem what I feel in the school system is that the only time I have seen, you know, and I've been in school for a long time, you know, I've seen teachers or people who look like me are the janitors and the public safety officers. You don't see teachers, you don't see the head of the school who look like you, and so it's kind of discouraging to even believe that you are gonna get somewhere in, li- somewhere in life when the teachers don't look like you, the principal, and it gets annoying after a while. It makes you feel like, well, what am I here for? Yeah, but Jimmy, there's many success, there's a yeah, many a success, success yeah. stories too with, with that, with the, with the school, I mean, look at David Banks with the Eagle Academies that he worked out with the, the public school system. I and mean, look at President Obama, Obama right? Harvard. You know, it's it's. You don't think that counts for anything? It's few and far between. I mean, it's, it's, in terms of the uh, average student, yeah, there's, you, there's tens of thousousands of students that right. don't have those examples. Right. Or opportunities. Listen, the, the fundamentals are, uh, are definitely a disaster. But I think we need to truly look at you know dealing with the curriculum of the school system. We need a. We, as you said, you you know you see the janitors. Now you guys are adding look, education to this. Well. Well, education has that. No, to me, totally. that's fundamental. That has to play a role. I mean, that's that's basics. Uh, yeah, but but there's so much. But there's money. There's money being spent on it already, and it's still no matter how much money they spend, it doesn't oh, seem to get. It's, it's not. But you can throw as now, much what, money. Now, j- jump in here. Yeah, I, I just feel like you know they say how uh, you know we're like behind everyone in education. We spend twice as much money. I mean, I think there's got to be. I think the problem is is again. And guys, I know you don't want to hear this, but we need business people in government. And the problem is we have all these government people that are not business people. They've never been in the private that, sector. Correct. They've never been in the private sector. They're not business. I think that we need more and more government people to get it, uh, business people to get involved in government to help fix some of these economy problems and money problems because they're not balancing books right. I mean, there's so many towns and, and schools, and every time the I turn around. The towns go bankrupt. The cities bankrupt. go bankrupt. It's, Chris, what, Chris, what about that? What, what, like, what bothers you the most about Donald Trump? Well, the, the, the fact that, yes, he comes from the business world, but he, he's, I mean, 
his offensive statements. I mean, well, it's about uh, you know, uh, women, uh, uh, everybody. He just offends racially everybody. Insensitive. He's racially insensitive. I mean, you can go down the list of things where he's just offended everybody. And I just don't think you know. We talk about a mentality. We talk. We talk about being a role model. You know, we could say the Obamas were a role model for our country. You know, despite the division that exists, but we can always say that classy, always, always classy. Um, yeah. Trump doesn't represent that. And, Man, and, what and, about and, that? And, people and say just, I don't, it's, You know what? And I hear what he's saying from a lot of New Yorkers, too. People people say are saying exactly the same thing. They're like, it's just a bad look. You, know, you don't go around and the you know, in the, the Muslim family with the, the hero, right. the yeah. war hero son. It was a lot you of, just there was don't a lot of, you just don't do that to a mother. No, there right. was a lot of things that were said that were of course inappropriate. But here, having said that, you know, the bottom line is this is that you know what everyone keeps to forget that when the uh, when he had his TV show on Everyone was watching. Everyone wanted to be a, a work for him on TV. Right. Everyone did. Before he was running for office, everyone, black, white, everyone wanted to be on that TV show. They thought everyone was watching it. He had huge ratings, and people were like, wow, he's a successful businessman. What I'm concerned about is that the business part of this country is so screwed up, it's messing up the whole country. So if we don't get that back, and yeah, he has some opinionated thoughts, but I really think he's a really brilliant businessman, and I know people have worked with him, and they say he's really good at delegating, he's really good at that, and he has a lot, he surrounds himself with really smart people. And I think we need someone like, I'm not saying we need him for eight years, I just think we need someone like him to get in office. And to get fix, the ship turned correct. in a different direction? Correct. Is that what you're saying? In a different direction. At the same time, he is such a strong personality, and what he's the way he's survived this whole time, I think he's one person but that what, could but, fight them. But, but could he do anything with set, setting a tone that many people view it as as very hostile I, and very and very very you know divisive. What? Jamie, what do you think about that? You like know, even if he's a brilliant businessman, if people think like, wait a minute, he's insulting this group, that group, like pretty much every party. group except white males. <laughs> you know, I like Trump for his honesty. You know, and there are things I like about Hillary Clinton as well. Um, he might be the one who who could turn it around, but I feel like I would need to see change within Congress first. We have people with outdated mechanisms that they've been running. They've been in Congress for 30 years. Sometimes you have to sit back from the outside and look at what's going on to be able to say, oh, no, this is what we're doing wrong. If you're always in the glass house, you never know, you're never going to know what's going on outside. we got congressmen see, taking but, selfies but, in their underwear like but, Wiener. Right. But here's a great example that you said, 30 <laughs> years. That's not, there shouldn't That's be terrible. career politics. There should right. be a limit. There should be like, you know, like two years. Like the city years. council, Correct. like the New York They should rotate Congress it so other important. people get opportunities opportunities and get a chance like young people like us like him he works right. like him myself people that are out there working we should get a chance to they do know it. what's but, going correct, on they know what's going on they should keep switching it up so you always have people that are out and about doing it and that's the one main reason what really drove me towards trump is because he wasn't a politician and and everyone else like you know so i know he didn't say the politically correct thing he correct. didn't say the he was and he and he also is not tied up with the but good what about old boys? the women thing does, does yeah, that I mean, you know what i'm, I'm hearing two things on that because on the one hand most women look at that and go like you know what that reminds me of the of the, the boss i had when i was 19 and was just trying to hit on you hit you know every I, woman's had that i i think that i think it was like some outspoken stuff but again you know it wasn't on camera and they caught him on tape and it was behind doors and it really should have been did just, he ever have lawsuits he never had lawsuits brought against him i, right? I don't think so but i, I think I mean, that, except these recent things recent women that came out of nowhere but i'm like saying discrimination like discrimination yeah why didn't they come before that was the whole thing why that now all of a sudden that it's you know a few weeks before the election well, all of a sudden they pop that's out. politics or but po i mean he's politics. a rich he's a rich guy i yeah. mean if you were going to go after him for money you would have went after him when it happened a year later two years later i mean i think we have a three-year thing when you could sue somebody right. so it's like why did you go after him then if he really hurt you and did something to you like we don't know what went on because we weren't there i mean we heard him say one thing and i kind of think that he was kind of doing like a little boyish you know, talk and stuff like that, which is not appropriate. But at the same time, there's many people out there and many politics, politicians. But Hillary, people. you think is much worse? I just think that I think that she's constantly lying. 
And I think that I think there's a lot of crooked stuff. And the thing that bothers me the most about it, I know she's a smart woman, and that's what bothers me the most is because she's a smart woman. And the fact that the emails and all that stuff disappeared, the fact that she's got a lot of foreign money coming in really bothers me because I'm very concerned about ISIS. I'm very concerned about everything over there. I'm sort of blowing things up and, and us all of a sudden waking up one day and, you know, there's right. a war. But I can say this. Trump, has, to me, has been the biggest liar in this particular election. I mean, Hillary, yeah, there's some issues with the, the email issue, and that has been brought up, and we've heard about that for the last two or three years. But Trump has lied. I mean, if you look at the fact checkers on the different networks, CNN, uh, you know, different uh, fact checkers, he, he's, he's just been completely uh, uh, fraudulent. Or, I mean, he won't release his taxes, you know, what's he's hiding on that, you know, and just even his criticism of um, on different policy, even Obamacare, uh, he, he, you know, there was a situation where uh, I believe his particular company was, you know, he had did a press conference one day and his particular company, he was saying that they, they were receiving Obamacare and that they were going to be hurt because the premiums were going to go up. But come to find out, they're not even in Obamacare, they're receiving private health care. So, I mean, it's just a, a host of things that I think uh, Trump has been wrong on and he's just consistently shown that he's not fit to, to lead this country. Okay, I, on that note, we need to take a short break. This is Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about presidential politics issues and insults. We'll be back right after this. Yeah, yeah, NYC, what up? You already know who this is. Your boy Uncle Murder, a.k.a. East New York. And right now you listening to Street Soldiers Live on Hot 97 with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, real politics. You heard? Brooklyn. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. And what we're focusing on in this episode, you can only imagine. The presidential politics, the issues, the insults, the debates, the pros and the cons of, of both of the major candidates. Joining us for this discussion, Jamie Parker. He's a businessman, has his master's in biology, and is working towards his PhD. Also with us is Matthew DeMar, a.k.a. the rapper, Political panic. He's a Trump supporter and uh, mostly a businessman, yes. real estate developer from Long Island. And uh, when he's not doing his gigs, his that's it. My rap. His gigs. political panic my, gigs. My big rap tour. <laughs> Check me out. You didn't I'm see poor. out there at Hofstra, okay? That's it. Um, also, this is Chris Banks. He's a community activist and organizer from uh, East New York, and he supports Hillary Clinton. Jamie wanted to get in on that. What what they're talking about with these the two candidates? They just don't know who to trust. Yeah, yeah, it gets difficult to to figure out who to trust. And another issue that we haven't brought up is that how many people of color had the opportunity to really ask Obama for changes that they feel is necessary in their community. And if they did not do that, how can we ever moving forward feel comfortable asking another president to assist people of color when we didn't really ask Obama for any specific changes? I mean, we know what the problems are. He knows what the problems are better than us. But specifically, we did not and or nor demand changes. You don't think so? Don't. You don't think people did? And it was not specifically. He, I mean, he became president. Right. He no, no, no. But no. But we still we were still getting killed. You think you forgot? No. I think his, I think his hands were tied. I think I mean, you he know, a, but he no. came out pretty strongly in a lot of. Yeah, he came out pretty strongly. Came, made came a lot out of a couple years ago. Yeah, he made He's, a lot of statements. He came out, you know, on, on a host of issues dealing with police brutality. I mean, let's keep in mind, guys, we we have a, a do nothing Congress that fought him on gun control. I mean, you know, uh, you know, fought him every. They, 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 it was their agenda for eight years to stop everything that he was doing. But uh, you know, but even w with that, he was still able to get a lot of things done. No, I agree. They let him squeak by with a couple things, but we didn't see the changes that we would have liked. And I, I don't think he's. Yeah, but I don't think we can just depend. On, do you think we can? Ju the president can make that much that much change in one in 
even in two terms. Well, I, I think they can if you're going to. I think a lot of times, you know, he was in. Again, he when Obama he came, came in, on, the economy was correct. in the, was he came in, the he, economy was, was tanking, horrendous, horrendous was tanking, yeah. and then and the and on the and on the police issue, not to defend him, but just to keep the record clear, is he he came out early on saying there is a uh, there is a big disconnect between the police Oof. and communities of color that threatens the very fabric of the United States. And when he first said that, I remember people were going like, ah, a police, you know, we hear this all the time, right, but it's like anti-police a, a president of the United right. States is saying this and he took heat for it, but he stood by it and he it turned out he shined a light on that issue, I think, you know in a what? lot of ways. You know Didn't resolve it, but yeah. it, it certainly made it like, okay, this is what, you know, we have to deal with. You know, you don't think so? Honestly, after eight years, I thought I would finally be able to feel safe if a cop pulled up behind me, or feel safe in a school, and you know, like being meaning that teachers won't disrespect me or say anything mean to me, or that I'll get treated fairly. And I still do not feel that way. You know, I know that there's only so much he can do. And but can a so president many, change rate people that are brought up that are racist or yeah, have racist no, attitudes? Can, can a president do that? I agree. But you pointed out. I, I think that's. I, I think mean. that's something that we have to do as people. As a culture. I think, yeah, as a culture, we have to change because you know I, I grew up my whole life and I never saw color. I've always you know black, white, Chinese, every you know always. I never. I don't know. I guess that's what my parents brought me up. So I always was friends with everyone, and I never thought anything different of anyone. If you were a good person, you were cool to me, then I was cool to right, you. Right, but, but when, when your black friend came to your studio in Long Island, he's the one that gets stopped by the police. Correct, but having said that, like I said to you, I had to grab his back, but it's right. my friend. So right. I'm saying that me as a person. And that's what has to happen. And that's what has to happen. Whites you need to, to step up to the plate, Correct, you step too. up, because, you know, there's, there's so, I mean, look how, how, how much this country has changed, how many interracial marriages and people Best are together. Growing, it's, yeah. it's, it's, right. it's, it's huge. I mean, it's huge. I mean, it's like, I know so many black girls are married to white guys. I know so many white guys that are married to black girls. Vice versa, you know, I mean, and black guys married to white girls. You know, it's, it's, it's changed. You know, right. it's changed. It's not like it is anymore. It's like, you know, it's, it's totally... I, I know, I know there's still a lot of bad stuff going on, but I, I think we've come so far, and I think if, as people, if we work together, we could go even further. Chris, you know what, what about well, that? Well, listen, I, I believe it takes a village, and I, as again, I, I don't believe that President Obama was going to get in office and gonna, was going to work miracles. That wasn't the reality. But once again, that's why we encourage folks to on a local level to get involved, because that, that to me, uh, us standing behind the president and, and holding him accountable, but also on our local level, getting involved, being active and activating our activism, that to me is is, is how we, 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 you know, like we didn't, we you know, the country wasn't built by itself. <laughs> it wasn't one person like Trump <laughs> says mean, that he's going to do everything. It was a group of folks you know, I'm who came together. In, I agree, and I've, I'm involved in so many things, and I still don't know who to call if I have an issue, you know, in my community. I don't know who right. to call. I, I, I think it's, I think as you get into business more and more, you'll see that, you re, you know, he has a good point, and as you get more and more Even business, though he's a Hillary go, supporter, you're going to no, give him a good, good point. point. No, I'm, he I'm definitely has a good point, but I mean, because it is, you know, he does work with the town. You have to get involved, no matter who you're, Republican, Democrat, you have to get involved with your right. local towns. You have to be involved. If you can get on the boards, you can get it, whether you're in New York City, Queens, Brooklyn, Long Island, Westchester, where you are, the more you get involved. Because even if I go into the town and I'm trying to get a permit to build more apartments to do something, if I know people there, it's going to make it a lot easier. Of course, and, right. it, and it just I just think if you get involved and you and you get involved with these people, <laughs> that's why they say it's who you know. Correct, it's you and know, that's what like, it is. So it's like so it's how always do you, good so to answer, know people. The answer to your question is, you know, you don't know who to call. What has to happen is you have to go in your area wherever you live, and you got to get involved, and you'll start to realize who to call. And uh, you know, there's a lot of these political things. Whether you go, you don't have to be a Republican or Democrat. Well, Jamie, what about that? What about that? Well, no, but why? Why do 
do I have to go search for that? Why isn't it presented to me? Why isn't it said? Oh, if you have a question about this, well, in this, okay. well, in, 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 in this day and time, in this yeah, day, but what do you? Right, but what in, do you want? Do you, right. Like you, you have your city council person, you have your state assembly, state, state senate, assembly, community you have board, your community board, block association. My thing is that with all this <laughs> oh, social like, media, with all this, it's things right, right, right. are instantly given to you. To me, it's embarrassing for anybody to say that they, you know, they want stuff presented to them. That just doesn't make sense. It's right there. He brings up. We didn't. We didn't get the right to vote from having it presented to us. We fought for it. Right. We went in there. We, you know, we 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 resisted. We got in there. We rolled our sleeves up. But I, I think I, just, I know, think what he's trying to say, and I, and I understand because I think that's the and that's what the problem this election is right now is that a lot of younger people, thirty something people, don't really follow government as much. They're paying attention now on television, but they don't follow, so they don't know where to go. So maybe it's maybe it's the schools. Maybe it goes back to education. Maybe it's the schools. When you're in school, they should be educating the students a little bit more about government. Like how the government works. Correct. A little like bit more about local. how the financial system You know, they're works. sitting there talking about history books. The way they're learning how a credit card scam on Correct. the side. They you know need what I mean? to learn how the real financial system learn works. Learn what's going on. Let Give them tools that can really help them in life so that when you are a highly educated gentleman like he is, that you're not questioning and saying, hey, what's going on? Because he has a great education. So f- there's a million other people just like him and more that don't know where to go because they're not involved in government. So unless you can evolve, they should teach a little bit more, and it goes back okay, to education. Okay, but, but, at, but at, the, at, at the end of the day, the issues, like you're in East, East New York. You talk about the East New York plan, the housing plan. Are we sitting on a housing time bomb for low-income people? Well, well I believe that, uh, you know, uh, in order to, 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 to make sure that we have a, uh, that we keep New York City affordable, we're going to have to make sure that we, we change the federal guidelines when it comes to uh, when uh, housing is being built, that we make sure we respect and that we re- recognize the local medium income that's there in the community uh, so people are not pushed out. Because, you know, you there's folks that want to come and build, they look at communities like East New York as a new frontier. Right. Uh, but that's not the case. It's a thriving community that has that has uh, great things that are taking place in it, and uh, they need to respect that and recognize that. And I I think that their gentrification, uh, you know, is, on a the, issue is, is a major issue. And I think that if we don't really address it and look at the uh, the, this, this is the racism that's in it, the um, the the classism that's in it, uh, we have we're going to have a serious problem. And, you know, we you know, you know, no matter how much money you make in New York City, you're going to be pushed out. Exactly. 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 All right. Let, let me let me come back to the character issue. Hillary's character. A lot oh. of people have a problem with that. Well, listen, I, I had problems with her character in the beginning. That's why I had supported Bernie Sanders earlier. Right. But I think when it comes down to, uh, you know, voting for the, the next president of the United States, she's the best alternative right now compared to uh, the tr- Trump. Uh, I think, you know. Even though I, her husband will be back in the White House? Well, this is, listen, this is, this is not about Bill Clinton. <laughs> you know, it's that, that, I, I, find that, be there. I find that to be sexist. Because we, we don't talk about, you know, when Bill was running, we didn't talk about Hillary. But now that Hillary's well, no, running, talk about we it. talked about, you know. Oh, or, not or, to the or, same extent. Right, not to the saying. same extent. Uh, not in, 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 in the way. Or even when uh, Obama was running, you know, we didn't talk as much. We didn't talk about Michelle so and that the extent. first time both of them were going to be pre- trying to be president. It wasn't right. like This reversed. is a different thing. Like different it's thing. unprecedented. Well, yeah, it's different. It would be like an unprecedented thing. Well, no, it would be unprecedented. But I'm just saying that there's a level of scrutiny that's given to Bill and we judge Bill. Because he's an ex-president. Well, he's an ex-president. But, and I mean, there's some things that if, if Hillary went out and maybe supported certain certain policies or all certain policies and was out there campaigning uh, different policies that Bill was pushing, well then it's fair game to attack on that. But I think that this has been a uh, this you know here's the first opportunity to elect a female president to to the, to be the president of the United States, and 
it's just the how we're looking at her and how we're judging her. You and think some of that's it's sexist? Just, it's sexist. It is complete <clears throat> sexist. You know, stamina. You heard a Trump say on national TV, she doesn't have the stamina to, to be president of the United States. Well, he doesn't have the temperament to be president of the United States. And I, I think that I would prefer to have, to have somebody. I don't think you, you need to think everything's be able on, to run around the track. You don't think everything's on the, on the, on the table when it, you're talking about president? I mean, you tell the health is a big thing. Look, look at President Obama. You look at him when he was first inaugurated, and look at him now. That, there's a lot of he still looks great, but there's a lot of stress. Yeah. That job comes with a lot of stress. It's like 24 that, I hours. I think when Trump was talking about her stamina, I think it's because she was so sick for a while. That was it. Wasn't like to because and she his was a temperament. Woman. People, you know, the, yeah. people have their they latch on to whatever the particular thing is about the candidate. And Trump's temperament is Hillary's well, stamina. But issue, I, I mean, listen, it wasn't no, it wasn't a terminal illness. You know, she got sick. The ex exhaust. These campaigns. I ran for office three times. I could understand. You know, you you can you can take illness. That's normal. But then to use it as a campaign issue and to say she's unfit to be president of the United States. I mean, you know, uh, I think if, if if we do that and we use that, then I think you know we should disqualify Trump. Period. On a host of. Things. I mean, I, I think there's a, there's a whole bunch. Let's forget about the stamina thing. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that people still you know are unsure about. I mean, look, there's emails disappeared. She's got all kinds of money. <laughs> thousands she's, thousands. she's got all kinds of money coming in from the Arabs. Like, what is up with that? Like, all kinds yeah, of money. Yeah, but then with Trump oh, people, right, right, right. But, but see, this is where people get confused because but, then it's like one thing canceled. Right, but how about Trump's Trump, taxes? I mean, it, 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 no yeah, tax and no income tax. Here's, here's the thing. Does, does it bother you that he, he won't no. release he won't his tax returns? You know why it doesn't bother me? He hasn't paid taxes in 18 years. Hillary won't release her health. You know, it's like everything I could say about one candidate can say about the other. And then Hillary won't release her health records. But the reason about the whole tax thing, and I can understand what he's saying, what what it is is he took tax breaks. That's what they showed in his thing. And I'm sure he constantly does. He took tax breaks for real estate, but he still has to pay real estate. When you're in a real estate business, you pay huge. You own a house? You still pay taxes? No, okay, yeah. Do you own a house? Okay, well, when you, well, you own property, property tax. Property tax. Property so, tax. Not but, income tax. No, but hold on one income second. But what I'm saying is that he has Matt. prop. Wait a second. Wait, no, no, he has no, no. property right, taxes. He has property taxes, and he's and when you rent properties out, you've got to constantly work on those properties to keep them upgraded, and there's money that goes in there, and they take that money, they write it off against his taxes. So there's laws that she put in place that she's part of that she could have changed if she didn't like. But he's still making money. He still has an income for a certain lifestyle. Correct, but the situation he's not, is... On, he's not on, living in a back room no, 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 in the, no, no. In the yeah, super's office we, in the, we, one we, of the we Trump We understand Tower. that, but unfortunately, the way the way the laws are written and the way... He can just write everything he, off against He can't write everything. There's certain things you can write off, and I'm sure when they see it, they're going to see they have... I mean, they have so many people. I'm, I, I'm positive he didn't do anything that's going to be illegal. He probably illegal. has like a million tax he's not, he's not being he probably, transparent. He probably just doesn't want... He probably just doesn't want to hip us. He doesn't want to hip us all But you understand how the average person, like in New York City, you see your... And if you don't pay taxes, you're going to jail. And then you see your first check, and you're like going, oh my God. You get a check, and they take half your money. Especially if you're... Yeah, it's ridiculous. But there's no loopholes for poor folks or for working class folks. And that's the issue. You know, issue. here you have somebody. Here you have somebody saying, "Well, you know, I've I've used the system." Right. Well, you know that you know that to me, it's it's, it's maybe, a disgrace. You ever think about this? That maybe this is somebody that could help use the system to fix this country. You know, because you know the situation I, is, if someone doesn't know how to fix this country soon, we're going to be in huge you know trouble. What I would like Jamie, to see. I, don't I would like that. to see that. You know, because I thought about this. I said, if everybody in the community were to donate a few dollars and to put it towards something that they felt the community needed then society would better be a better off place. But, but people do do that, no, Jamie. No but, no, but then I realized, well, don't we do that without taxes? And who gets to say? But there's so many groups that taxes. do that. There's so many people that do that already. But we get taxes we go to all the, we we go to have a choice in, in where our money goes. 
Yes, you do. If you're donating money to a charity, if you're donating money to a community organization or people in your neighborhood that are trying to do something. I'm talking about our genuine taxes that get taken out without our permission for the most part. We, they get the taxes taken out. We don't get a say in, all right, now we, we, we put our taxes in. that's why we, we have do. elections. We do. That's why we have a republic. We have a representative democracy where we vote for folks. We send them to D.C. To, to represent our interests. We have to hold them accountable. That's why it goes back to being involved on local being level. Being involved and being so accountable. So you know who your congressperson is so you can, can scream you at him. Can you just give us a, little, a couple of bars from the— Political Panic, Make America Great. It's on YouTube. Check it out. I'll give you one <laughs> little thing real quick. Crooked Hillary, Crooked Hillary, lying, 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 Crooked all Hillary. All right, all right, I got to do equal okay. time, Chris. That sounds too partisan Trump, right Trump, Trump, Trump. I got to give you You're I, not I, a rapper, I, though. I, I'm not a rapper, but I, all I can say is that let's get out and vote. Let's, let's vote. get out and vote. And friends don't let friends vote for Trump. So let's get out and vote. <laughs> friends don't let friends not vote. That's let's right. put it. That's Listen, what I'm going to add Listen, you saw my today. video and you like it. I want to thank all of our guests, uh, Jamie Parker, Matthew DeMar, a.k.a. Political Panic, Trump supporter, Chris Banks, Hillary supporter, community activist and organizer. From East New York, my whole crew here at Thank Hot you, 97. And uh, yes, hip hop votes. Remember, let's get out, whoever you're voting for. And uh, we've had elected officials on the show. Even if you don't want to vote for president because you can't bring yourself to make that decision, you can still go in and vote for the other candidates that are on the ballot. And you should get out there and uh, make sure your vote counts. So remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace. <laughs>